So my name is Padebi Ojomo, and I kind of feel Mr. B already know me. Um, but what majority of people may not know is most recently I left the shores of Nigeria to the United Kingdom. Um, and really, I'm one of those people that have never imagined in my life that I'll ever live abroad. <laughs> because I would be oh my God, I love Nigeria, I'll make it here, you know. I'm, you know, very, very, very patriotic and stuff. Um, but mo most, most importantly, because I've never really worked a traditional nine to five, I just felt, you know what, it's actually very easy to start and grow a business in Nigeria. I started my business when I was about 16 years old, and that was over 20 years ago, and I've never worked a nine-to-five. So I've gone from running successful businesses to successful businesses. And so for me, I always feel, oh, my God, I can never work, fit in a traditional nine-to-five role. Um, I mean, reporting to someone it just wasn't something I was used to. The only person I ever reported to my, was my dad. And then, of course, me and my husband after I got married. You know, but, of course, finding myself in the U.K., meant I had to build from scratch, you know, which I had to build my network, had to build my people, I had to build my career. No one knows me here. In Nigeria, a lot of people know Padebi Ojomo, but in the UK, like, who's that? Who gave it to you? Are you the relative to the queen? No, <laughs> you know, so. And so what I'll be sharing with you guys tonight is things I have learned over the years, living in Nigeria, building a successful brand, building a successful business, and also transferring that success of what I've built, that career I've built successfully from Nigeria and kind of transposing it to the UK where I live now, right? And I tell people, um, I think one of the singular was one thing I've learned is there's something called transferable skills. I'm talking a lot about transferable skills and in, in, in the live stream tonight. Um, but before I jump into the transferable skill bit, there are five major things that can help you build your career um, from 2022 moving forward. Of course, we need to know, first of all, that the, the, the rules of business has changed, right? The new world of business doesn't actually recognize your degree anymore. It doesn't matter what, whether you have an MBA, whether you have a BSc, whether you have that. What matters is your people's skills. It's, it's a, more of a skill-driven society when it comes to building a career no one cares about what you studied in school what skills do you have what problems can you solve right that is like the single level is one thing you need to know but before we jump into the meat and the potatoes if you can use the paper plane icon there's a paper plane icon that one has like a telegram icon just somewhere around here and just share this to like five people in your dm so when you share you go straight to the dm um just share to like one two three four five and when you, are, when you are done with that, comment the word done, then we will proceed. And until then, I'll be sipping my cup of tea. One of the biggest shock I got when I came to the UK was, I don't know, it's, they, when you go to visit people, they don't give you a bow or indomie, they give you tea. I'm like, ah, yeah, me no. <laughs> me, that I like indomie. Like when I'm with my friends, I don't just <laughs> cook indomie. <laughs> I can't I Wow, I guess the airport is gone now, right? Um, it, it came back. As it's not so bad, but it, it, for the um for the experience of people listening, I think it's, it's safer you stay muted. During the Q and A, you could only yourself. So, guys, Thank five you. areas you must get it right. Um, and I thought this recently to people in my community. For those of you that may not know, I have a community called the Jackpot Jobs Community. Um, we have a closed inner caucus, people that actually want to grow their career in the UK. So five things. I'm going to run through the five and then I'll dig a bit deeper. One, the right mindsets. 
Two, the right skill sets. Three, the right assets. Four, the right network. And then five, the right actions, right? So five things, five areas, you must get it right. You cannot skip one and go to the other. You see, sometimes I get people send me a DM and say, oh, but you have a plug that can give me a job. You see that mindset of having plugs and socket and connection? I tell people, leave it in Murat Allah Mohammed Airport. If you, are, if, you want to, if you want to dominate globally, forget about plug. Is what you put in is what you get out. You cannot chip the system. You cannot navigate. You can, and, I, and I tell people, if you want to know people that are truly deep, people that actually has depth or that has tenacity, they, they have worth, send them abroad and see if they will thrive. Because if you have built, and these five things I'm going to run through, many of you already have it. It's not that I didn't build my hair in the UK. I built it in Nigeria before coming to the UK, right? So I said the right mindset. So what is it about the mindset you want to have? You need to understand that you can succeed. You don't have to go leave the shores of the country or wanting to grow a career globally and start thinking, okay, oh, who knows me? Or what if I don't deserve it? You do deserve it. There are people that are less qualified than you that are getting 100 times more what you're earning, 10 times more what you're earning. On global stages, you're working in Google, you're working in Meta, you're working in Alphabet, you're working in Netflix. Working... And no, they don't know anybody. Their father is not a minister of anything. They are just honor people like me and you. So first of all, it's having that belief system that it is doable. That, that's, that's, like, that's like number one. And of course, it's not just about being aspired to perspire, having a belief system and not, now not doing the work, right? And that's why the next thing is you need to have the right skills. You cannot go far without skills. Now, there are two kinds of skills, of course. There are career ad advancement skills and then there are soft skills or what, are, or what people call transferable skills. So for, for the basic... Okay, yeah, so you may want to pin that. Thank you very much, True Blue Angel. That's so amazing for you to have put in the topic. Yeah, so of course, the right skill, as I said, will involve um, career skills. So for example, what career do you want to pursue? The world these days is career-driven. You cannot just say, I'm Bobo Niche, um, jack of all trades, and master of none. No, and really, it doesn't matter what it is you want to be. If you want to be, there, there's this ebook I I, um, I created on um, non Non, I can't remember the topic of the ebook myself, but pretty much what it highlights is all the options, career options that you have, whether you want to be coding inclined or non-coding inclined. And there are skills and roles that didn't exist five years ago, six years ago, seven, ten years ago. There was nothing like product management. There was nothing like business analysis. There was nothing like customer success management. But you see, because of the evolution of the new world of business and then the pandemic, it opened up lots of opportunities, lots of career paths that people from non-technical background can thrive in. So no, you don't have to be an engineer, software, front-end, back-end, mid-end, no-end, JavaScript, writing code, no. If you're exceptional, for example, at public speaking, there's a career path for you. If you love writing, there's technical writing. If you love dealing with people, there's a career path for you. If you love marketing, there's a career, there's community management. All most 
tech companies these days, they have community. Their communities may be on Slack, maybe on Discord, maybe on Facebook, maybe on LinkedIn, but they need community managers to manage their customers. They need community managers to manage their end users. So that is a hugely untapped market. But guess what? Many of us already run our Instagram pages, already build communities. We already have community management experience. Some of us already have Facebook group. We have WhatsApp group. We are doing our job. We have Telegram group. We are also uploading our church group with lots of information. Community management not pass like that. You just need to wear and clothes, rub and small lipstick. Just package it small. As long as you can manage people, answer the questions that they have when they have it. People that upset you, calm them down. Just do one certification, which you actually don't even exactly need. The most one thing that can you manage a community? Have you managed a community in the past? Once you can do that, you can actually start a career in community management. Now, the other thing I need to mention about career is that you don't need to stay in a career that's not serving you. You may get into an organization, start as a community manager, and then realize that I'm like, that, hmm, you know what? I think I'm loving product management. I think I've, this program management, I've done it for like two to three years, but I want to move into program management or project management or scrum mastery or business analysis. You can move, but it is easier to move when you are in the system, not when you are out of it. Now, let me explain that in a real-life scenario. I work in a software company. And the company I work for, of course, digital marketing is my jam. So, but that's what I do currently. I'm digital marketing in a company in the UK called Smartbox. But along the line, I realized that, okay, I love seeing the people in software do what they do. I love the way I see them having their sprints, having their short sessions. And I think it's very vibrant. And I thought, okay, I want to go into Scrum Mastery. Scrum mastery has got nothing to do with digital marketing. Like it is like the not from the South Pole. New skill set, new everything, new path. Why I identify that the biggest thing about Scrum Master is that the Scrum Master coaches his team members. So because I already have a background as a coach, I told myself, you know what? I think I can thrive in this career. Yes, I will have to learn a few things about Scrum, about Agile, etc., etc. But I've identified that that is like where I'm going to in the next level of my career. Well, I identified that because one, I was already in the system. So what did I do? I approached my manager and said, okay, I want to work on this other guy's project. I'll join them in their meetings every once or twice every week, see how they're doing things because I'd like to pivot into that in the near future. Right? And that's exactly how it works. Because some people will say, oh, okay, my background is in this. Can I do that? Oh, my background is in that. Can I do this? There really is nothing you cannot do. It's, now, it's in your hand to decide what you want to do, how you want to pivot your career. I can wake up tomorrow and say, I want to start coaching. I want to do software engineering. It is my choice. The good thing about being, growing your career globally is nobody judges where you're coming from. Nobody judges whether you even have a university degree or secondary school education. No one has ever asked, let me see your certificate. Not for once. If I don't even know where it is myself. No one has ever asked if what they want to know is, can you deliver? Show us a proof that you can deliver. They'll ask you questions. Once you can scale that question, you are good to go. Now, on the non-career skills I spoke about was soft skills. Like... As a matter of fact, I think for me, soft skills are even a lot more important than hard skills. So you may be a software engineer, for example, you may be a project manager, you may be a whatever it is you are, a medical doctor, a HR analyst, you know, software tester, automation experts. But if you do not have soft skills, you will struggle. So what are soft skills? Communication, negotiation, problem solving, 
critical thinking, ability to solve a problem. You have to face a challenge, for example. Can you find your way out of it without calling someone else? Can you go to the internet and make a research and find a solution and find an answer to that question? And you see, as small and as basic as this, you see some people you're in a WhatsApp group, they're asking, please, what is the time now in China? Dude, there's Google. So as I'm saying this, you know how they kind of ask those kind of questions that you know you can find the answer on Google, but you have to ask it in, to coaches to come and tell you questions that you can find on Google. You, don't have, you need to build your transferable skills, which is the good part of it. Transferable skills can be learned. And I tell people, if you've run a business in Nigeria before, you have transferable skills. Because I know that delivery man will have frustrated you. You will have managed an irate customer. Someone will have dragged you on Instagram at least once for not delivering your product on time or for doing one thing or the other, which means you will have built tolerance to say some things you want to say, but because of the will of God, like, you know what, because I'm a Christian, I don't want to say it. That is transferable skills right there. Of course, you have, when they ask you at that interview, you're not going to say that transferable skill that you have, that sometimes no customer there to blow you up and then you have to calm down. But pretty much transferable skills is not... It's not, it's, not, it's not bigger than that. I'm going to run through, I think I have on my desktop somewhere, transferable skills checklist. Yes, I do. Um, I usually share this with members of my community, but I'm just going to run through the list that I have. And if you can write out as many as you can, that'll be, that'll be great. So they are like key transferable skills. The key transferable skills. Um, then there's dealing with data. There's working with people. There's using words and ideas. Then there's leadership. So I'm just going to take it from the top. Key transferable skills. Ability to delegate, ability to plan, of course, ability to communicate. <laughs> this communication one is interesting. When I started working in the UK, I realized that when I was speaking with my colleagues, they couldn't hear me. They were saying, Sorry, can you say that again? I'm like, me, no, me, I got A1 in English. In work. No, no, you people cannot be doing this. My, I'm, but I just, and I just speak English. So if I speak English on Instagram live, I'm like, Ah, that coach is speaking for me. Meanwhile, following me to the UK. So what did I do? I had a coach, Queen's Dixon. I don't know if she's watching this live right now. And I, I worked with her one-on-one -on -one for, I think, about three months. Because I had to realize that, look, if, I, if you're going to, if I want to be, if I want to grow my career on a global scale, I cannot be speaking what the, what the grammar. I need to be able to stand in front of my company, represent them, because it's a global company, it's in seven different countries. I needed to be able to speak excellently so if you notice, I wouldn't say colleague, I would say colleague, because that's the right enunciation, that's the right way to pronounce it. See, I didn't know before, but what we're speaking in Nigeria is rubbish. Let us, I, I can go low and just speak local English when I'm at home and when I'm with you people, but the minute I switched to like career cloak, I don't speak, and it's not speaking for now, it's just making sure that you are being understood. Because you need to understand that communication is two-way street. <laughs> It's speaking and being understood. Now, I, I know I've digressed a bit, but I, I say this because lots of people will get jobs, but they wouldn't grow in their career because of basic things as basic as that, because they didn't learn how to communicate properly, right? Because they didn't learn how to, and, and you may want to go, your organization may want to send you, for example, for maybe a presentation. And I'm thinking, look, I'm going to send this guy and people won't be able to hear him. And that singular act, they will decide about you in the boardroom without you being there will, not, will stunt your career growth. Um, I just have to quickly throw that in because lots of people don't understand the importance of unlearning and relearning, 
right? And that is also a transferable skill. I'm able to say, you know what? I, I need to unlearn a few things and then relearn new ones. It's also a transferable skills. Ability to take feedback, solve problems, um, manage people, um, organize projects, be a team player. So that's about key transferable skills. Um, the one of dealing with data, audit records, analyze data of facts, locate answer information. I spoke a bit about this earlier. Basic question, like what's the time in China? You can just check Google. Don't use time converter. Don't ask anybody that kind of silly question. You know, um, ability to manage money. If you know that your salary end of the month, you cannot calculate where it went. It's a problem. Um, ability to, and, and you may think, okay, how, how is that relevant to my career? How is um, how, how, how is it concerned me? Concerned? Guess what? In every organization, so I'm going to use my gun for example, Every month we pay for some software. We pay for like Sprout Social. We pay for, um, I mean, a couple of Hotjar, a couple of email, Mailchimp. You know, we pay for some software. At the end of every month, I don't wait for the finance department to switch. I'm saying, okay, please send me these invoices. I already know that I need to collect these invoices and send to them. Right, and that is part of management. Your ability to keep account that okay, I went. I, these are the expenditure. I ran an ad. This is exactly how much I spent. This is the invoice I'm sending to them. So if you don't have that skill already of managing money, when you own that, you're in a position where you are being given a budget or a credit card to, okay, buy this software, okay, run ads, story we enter. And it's a group, it's not Nigeria. I can just call mommy, I'm call my uncle and beg him. It's not, it's not the same thing. So as I said, basic things research detail oriented ability to manage money keeping accounts transferable skills that would really really serve you next one is working with people this one is there are plenty there's patience persuasive counsel people being supportive diplomatic tactful insightful teach anticipate needs can you stay in a position say okay you know what in the next six months this will be the position of the market this will can you make a decision anticipate that okay currently do permutations and combination based on what you are seeing currently ability to be open-minded ability to work with others negotiate adaptable outgoing and yeah and a couple of others kind being kind being thoughtful so the next one, using words, this is another transfer to using words. I'm just going to run through this one. It's not so much. Articulate, innovate, logical, communicate verbally, remember and retain information, research, create new ideas, speak in public. Don't underestimate public speaking, you know, write clearly. So then I'm going to go to leadership, um, motivate people, negotiate agreements, decisive run meetings there are some people that they can't set up zoom microsoft teams they'll be like how do they share screen on teams learn it now don't not that time you you know literally i've heard of someone that actually got a role new job and it's still okay set up a team meetings to yeah elicitate yeah it's called elicitation to get feedback to get information from a customer something could not use microsoft teams because it's only WhatsApp video calls you used to do. If you, if you are to build a career, there are some tools we expect you should know how to use. All video conferencing tools, Teams, Zoom, 
YouTube live, any, we expect you should know how to use them. Messaging tools, crafting emails, understanding that your email should have an introduction and a conclusion. And I mean, you have rooms, for example, you don't learn those things after you get a job. You learn them before you get the job, you know, and it sounds like it's very busy, but that babe actually did lose her job because they were like, look, you can't have me for this relief. You can't set up a team. You can set up a team's meeting. It was so shameful because guess what? She could have just watched a three minutes YouTube video. There is nothing you want to learn right now that you can't find on YouTube. Now, let us say, presumably, you can't find it on YouTube. You dare me. You will not spend 10,000 there. You pay for that course. So just tell them, okay, give me a couple of days to set this up. That nice. Don't sleep. Do it all night. You know, learn, 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 learn. Boom. It's easy peasy, but no. Your village people will follow you and not tell them. You don't have the others who want to tell them, I'm sorry, how do they used to do it? You I mean, sincerely, it's not like there's no place to ask if you don't know how to do some things. No one employs you and expect you can do everything. That's just the truth. They expect that you can do maybe like 60% and the other 40% you will learn on the job. But it's your ability to learn on the job that will make them employ you. Because no one is ready to start spoon feeding you or start babysitting you and start guiding you. You're not in, in university, no one does that. You're not in primary school. So you expect that as an adult, you should have developed these skills that when you face a challenge or when you do not know, you try and explore things on your own face. When you've exhausted that and you can't find a headway, then you would ask somebody. It's, it's, it's not rocket science, you know? And I, so I think that's about it for... Um, but transferables because I don't want to talk. I think I've, I've spent a lot of time <laughs> in this part. I need to move on. So the other thing you need to have, of course, is the right assets. So the right assets will involve, of course, your LinkedIn profile. It has to be popping. Um, you also want to make sure when, you're, when you have a LinkedIn profile, it has to be optimized. It's not just about saying, okay, I'm on LinkedIn. No, uh -uh, but I'm on LinkedIn now. Yes, we know you're on LinkedIn. But are you on LinkedIn? You know, so, of course, that will mean you need your, your, your LinkedIn profile has to have headshots. It has to have a good description. It needs to have like a bio or um, an about you that is attention grabbing. It should stand out. It shouldn't just be another, okay, he's a, uh, my name is Padebi Ojomo. No, no, no. Padebi Ojomo is a certified one. No, you don't, you don't even write in third person. You say, I am an ex sing your praises as much as you want to. There's a template for this, but I'm not going to go over, over that right now. So you want to make sure that is set up. You also want to make sure that whatever it is you're putting out, your resume, your cover later is also consistent with that same tone of voice. Now, if you already have like a personal brand, like I did in, in Nigeria before coming to the UK, you also, it will help to make reference to your personal brand. LinkedIn has this part where you can actually feature maybe like trainings you've done in the past, you know, successful projects you've worked on in the past, which kind of boosts your resume. So if maybe you've done whatever, trainings, teachings, mentorship, you know, it's make the make use of that space. And even for example, I mentor for I used to mentor for Tony Tony Lumelo Foundation, right? So what I could do is put it there and add the foundation is, is a global is a global brand so it shows it gives you that kind of extra pedigree 
when recruiters are searching for you, they're looking for people that have those mentoring skills, those coaching skills, those leadership skills. They'll say, okay, so beyond that, she does this. She also does that. Or beyond that, he does that. You know, maybe he, already, he also is um, a Toastmaster or maybe a JCI member. All those little pegs goes a long way in actually boosting your ability first to get employed, right? And of course, when you, when you get your feet in, you don't say, okay, I'm finally in, ah, let me relax and enjoy my life. No, what gets your feet in the door will not keep your feet in the door. You need to consistently have strategies to keep up leveling. If not, you just realize that you play too. You just stay the same way, right? So, of course, the fourth one is the right network. And I wouldn't say it's the single most important, but it's very, very important because your network is your net worth. And I'm sure we've heard that again and again and again and again. The people you know are the people that would help you up level in any area, family life, you know, spiritual life, <laughs> career life, everything. So you want to make sure that you're intentionally building your network. Your network made up of two different, two different kinds of people. There will be some people that you connect with on social media, but you never meet in person. I many people are, that are watching this right now i've never seen them in person but we've done lots of great stuff before they're like my friends hi i don't think we've ever met in person tire but we've done stuff together right but there are people also that beyond just seeing them online you also will want to connect with them in person you want to make sure okay i'm in the same room with them i'm attending their events i'm just i just want to just feel the same energy as i'm not going to talk about people that you already like your cousins your church members all those, all those ones are separate you don't don't need those ones in real life you can, they can be your followers, but at the end of the day, you're not adding any direct value to you. So you want to make sure you're building these two people, these two kind of network intentionally. You're building network with recruiters, you know, CEOs, hiring managers, top-level executives, but you're also building on people at the same level as you are. People that could recommend you to their bosses when they say there's an opening. People that you guys could hang out and share ideas with. People that both of you can come together and start a business with. You want to make sure you're not just building up. You're also building lateral. It's lateral like this or like this. I don't even make it. Longitude and latitude. So it's longitude is like this. Lateral is like good. So as you're building longitude, you also want to build with latitude. The mistake people make is they focus a lot on building up, 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 up. And really, it's not as if it's bad, but the truth is, <laughs> you also want to bear in mind that you know, people that are up there, like the dangotes at your tedulas, they have their network, they have their own network. You can't get in. Nah, forget it. Forget it. Dangote is not going to be my friend. Right? Copy cool because we have a couple of things to come on age wise, we have businesses, but I don't expect I'm not going to jump from here and let us be friends with. Bella Dinuga, all those up there know. So you want to make sure as you're building to go up in terms of positioning, networking, you also want to build at the same level because you can join forces with people that are like you, young, vibrant. You could have an idea, start something that will then even be a force to attract those people on top. There are lots of examples. There's um, Flutter Wave, you, you just paste that. There are lots of small business that young people have come together and have been able to do great things. If one of them had done it, they probably would not have gotten there. And you see, we have this mindset also. It's also a very local African thing, whereby you want to eat a known, eat the bread and eat the bakery. In the real world, that wouldn't serve you. That's, I mean, I hate to really want to break it to you, but in the real world, that habit will not serve you. You want to be able to 
collaborate. You want to be able to share ideas, come together with people and do great things for yourself. And then finally, the right actions. You want to make sure you're doing the right things. Um, this will, of course, involve connecting with people, sending messages, direct messages, engaging with your content, creating content yourself, and also be careful the kind of words and lingo you use. Typography can mess you up. <laughs> Typography can mess you up. And you can use free Grammarly to start with. But once you have the $100 to buy Grammarly for, an, for one year, close your eyes and invest in Grammarly. You will save you lots of embarrassment. Um, of course, I can't overemphasize the importance of building a personal brand. I've said this again and again. It will help you um, because... It just, it just solves lots of problems for you. Sometimes when I want to just pitch to client people, I just tell them, okay, I'm just going to show you my page um, and show you exactly how I've done this. They may they see my page and the numbers. I don't even need to tell them I can do it anymore. I so we can do that, we can do that, we can do this. I've been able to do that, do that, do that. I, you know why? Because I have been that personal brand already. So I'm not saying you should do I'm not saying it's one of the things that you can do. And these days, you don't, don't get me wrong, you don't need to have huge numbers, no. All you need to do is make sure it is well. If you go to my Instagram page, for example, everything, the bio is sorted, the highlights are sorted. I have guides, all the tools and the arsenals of Instagram I use. When I'm on an interview, I'll tell them, you want, so let's, let's talk about DM automation. And I'll tell them, okay, use the word. If, if you send me the word, I think 32 right now, for example, by DM, you get series of conversations set up. I set it up already because I want you to bamboozle people and dazzle people. It's not even hard, <laughs> you know? So you want to make sure it's not just about seeing how you, you have 40K followers. No, it's not about the numbers. It's about, is it done right? Is it, is it optimized? Is it optimization that will open doors for you? Not necessarily the numbers, right? Of course, surround yourself with people that look like your future, not like your past. Um, one of the biggest struggle people that migrate from, locally to globally faces that they settle they settle for people that are either just like them people that are struggling people that are managing people that are just trying to make ends meet it's your choice i decided that wasn't going to be my story i mean of course i have i have i have I've, i work with so many like people like bankoli and mindset coaches and they brainwash me into believing that there's nothing i want that i cannot get so i came with that mind that I will become, <laughs> I no go struggle, I no go suffer. And I remember having conversations with people that came here before me, and they said, "Ah, no, ah, it's not easy to get those kind of jobs. So you must do quote unquote the odd jobs and stuff." I'm like, "Well, I'm not ready for that. I, I, I can't relate." You know, but guess what? <laughs> they are still there, and I'm here, right? So I'm just telling you that you want to surround yourself with people that. Are in the place where you want to be. You may have to pay the price to get there. And I always tell people, look for communities that you can join or people that are successful. Yeah, communities of people that are successful. It may be free communities. It may be paid communities. But they are communities of people that have been there, done that, and are successful. They are also communities of people that have been there and are struggling. The choice is yours. But if you surround yourself with those people that are ambitious, that are successful, that are doing well, you will become like them. Because the conversation will not be, how can I make an extra 20 pounds? The conversation will be, what transaction, volume of transaction are we doing? What are we investing in? How can we up level? 
you know, it just changes your way of thinking. I cannot overemphasize how important this is. Um, visualize your success. If you want to be a global citizen, you want to build your career on a global scale, you're not going to, it won't happen overnight. You must start from somewhere. I wasn't always this confident in myself. I wasn't always this, I didn't have all of this. It didn't, it didn't happen overnight. It looked like it just happened, but guess what? It didn't. Blood, sweat, and tears. I, <laughs> see, I've been up to three. I'm reading, reading, reading. I'm still doing courses. I have another course by eight. I have another one by nine. I have back-to-back things I'm doing. I'm paying for that price for my future self. And you don't stop paying, really. It doesn't get, there's no end to it. I, I mean, I probably thought I stopped paying when I was in Nigeria, but right now I'm building from scratch, which will mean it's double work, right? Um, so, but... Pending when I get to that place where I want to be, I'm not there yet. What keeps me going is visualizing what my successful life look like. Very petty, but I know the house I want to leave. I know it's going to be a five-bedroom house. It's going to have a cinema. I'm going to host parties every weekend. I don't want to swim in pool. I don't want to wish I to go my dad in my house. But I'm going to drive a Mercedes 2021. It has to be the, the yet the co- most current car. I, I don't have it yet. I still have it 2K, 2K right now. But I have visualized it so perfectly. It's on my screen saver on my laptop, my screen saver on my phone. I'm obsessed with seeing this every day. It keeps me going. It keeps me focused. It knows that it can't that you cannot be chasing 20 pounds or 10 pounds. The bigger volume of transactions was chasing me right now, right? Got the house I want to buy. I know the coin is four hundred and fifty thousand pounds. I have seen the house. I've seen everything. It's just for me to park inside. I have the money, you know. So visualization will help you. Visualization is a habit that you will need to learn. I can't tell you close close your eyes and think about it. No, it, it's it takes a bit of time to understand how it works. But guess what? Visualization is powerful, and visualization works. I'm going to give you an example. Have you noticed that maybe you bought a car, maybe like a red Toyota Corolla, and all of a sudden, you start seeing red Corolla everywhere. Or your friend bought a white Mercedes. Before that friend bought that car, it's almost as if, you know why Mercedes in this Lagos. But the minute she bought that GLK 350, it's almost became pure water. Ah, look at this person's car. Ah, look at that car here. Ah, look at that car there. The same color. This car is actually a lot of color. I thought, why? Because it's called, and there's one grandma they used to call it, though, I've forgotten. But you see, you just become more aware that that thing exists. And that is exactly how visualization works. Once you can visualize your success again and again, it's almost like that thing is already there and it's coming closer and closer and closer and closer to you until it finds you. So there's an art visualization. And usually what I do is every December, I do a program called Jumpstart January. And part of what I teach in Jumpstart January is vision boarding, visualizations and affirmations. Because for you to be successful, this current bus booze. And the funny thing is, only in Nigeria there's bus booze. In UK there's bus. In Canada there's bus booze. In Canada they are dealing with cold. <laughs> it's everywhere. But for you to thrive, for you to kind of keep your head above water, you need to visualize. You need to constantly, you know, reaffirm that which you desire. You need to always upscale. You need to constantly upscale. You can't just say, okay, I'm done. No, I finally finished. Let me rest and relax. Hmm. no 
you need to constantly upskill. Of course, you may not do it aggressively, like constantly maybe going back to do courses and all, but you want to make sure that if you are in an environment and they're having a conversation, maybe the one or inflation in the UK or whatever it is in whatever part of the world, you are not looking like um. Mm, mm. you can actually say something you can add value to that conversation without looking like uh, somebody that does fell from 17th century so is it and this especially for women you know especially for women for men most men probably still watch news and say relevant and new stuff no or if you're watching this you're a man i know upskilling i are saying yes yes men are like that so i'm what i'm judging you but for women, we kind of have this tendency to just not want to up-level, not want to upscale. And you see me before, I used to say, no, women, you have to do it now. I'm like, look, it's your choice. Life is short. Not everybody's going to be global citizens. Everybody's going to make it in this life. Me, I want to make it. If you don't want to be a man who will make it, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Stay where you are. Jesus died for you anyways. We love you the way you are. But it would make sense if you actually are in a place where you build your, you build capacity so much that you can't stop building. That's the number of capacity building. If you are, if you love learning, and you're constantly upskilling, you cannot just say, you know what, I'm done. You always want to read a book. You always always want to learn a bit more. You always want to make sure that when you are in a conversation with someone, you articulate and you leave a mark. No, by the time you finish talking to the person, feel drained. That virtual left. Like, oh, God damn it. Oh, you want to make sure that at the end, you're thinking, oh my God, I feel, so... speaking with you is so refreshing. It set my soul on fire. You want to be that person. It can happen by accident. You know, I'm not, I've, I've left that one, moving on. Um, finally, you want to make sure you be your network intentionally. How do you do that? Miss one new person every day. It could be anywhere. Um, another big problem we have locally, you know, as local citizens of the Africa and the Nigeria is, we, are, we have this silent culture we don't want to meet people. We don't want to introduce ourselves. We just are like want to be in one corner. You know, no break. You have to break out of that. You you want to be able to understand that relationships are the currency of career growth. Relationship is the currency of business growth. Actually, <laughs> you know, relational currency. But I've never met you, but many times you send me a DM. Oh, Padebe, let's do this together. Or I send you a DM. Let's do that together. Why is relationship? You know, you have invested in that relationship and then now you can reap it. Good. You don't just wake up and say, oh, people are not helping you. Have you helped them? How have you added value to the person in the past? Now, when it comes to building relationships, always thinking of adding value. And you see, people that add value always add value. You don't add value expecting to get the value back. No. You add value because you just, you just will always add value. And what I tell people beyond even just career-wise or business-wise or growth-wise is family-wise. You also want to teach your children to add value because value always gets value back. You need to understand that there are some people that have so invested in relationships so much that they can't, if they're in the airport, there are people that they will call if, they are, if their flight is delayed and the person will be able to connect, call the owner of that airline and tell the captain or the pilot to delay for them because they've invested in that and they cannot say no to that person. So you cannot be that kind of person by investing only when 
you want to, you know, get something out. Now that that can happen. So you want to make sure you are constantly investing and constantly adding value. That's like the only way you can come out. So and with that said, I know that's the end of my conversation. You guys can send money to my account now. <laughs>